0: Hello, and welcome to the Friday Live Thing. Whether you have an existing online business or are just starting out, we show you how to grow and scale your business the easy way. Here are your hosts, Tim Goodwin and Mark Thompson. Hi guys, and welcome to the Friday Live Thing with me, Mark Thompson, and my good friend, Tim Goodwin. Good morning, Tim. Morning, Mark. It's number
1: 49.
0: 49, I know. And for the first time ever, we're going live on YouTube and Facebook at the same time. We're multicasting. Multicasting, not multitasking. Multicasting. <laughs> we men, we can't multitask, but we can multicast. We... So yeah. Exciting times. Dun, dun, dun. How's your week been?
1: Uh, I, uh so so. I've been having a fight with Facebook as you do. Um I've been no, trying no, to get no change there. No change there. Uh, I've been um, working with a videographer uh, to potentially do some um, YouTube ad creatives for us. That's interesting. Uh, yeah. Basically, one of the things I've been finding um, trying to port across from Facebook ads across to YouTube ads, you can't just take a an ad that works well on Facebook and put it into YouTube. One, the form factor is different, and two, the way that people watch things on on YouTube is very, very different. So, obviously, on a on a on a Facebook ad, it's generally square. Square yeah. form factor is the ideal sort of size that you use, um, and um, you a lot of the time people are viewing the video with sound off. Yeah. Like 85 percent of the time, people view videos with the sound off. And so, so you basically, um, hey Andy, um, uh, we've got a certain format that we use for the Facebook ads, where we've got like, you know, um, uh, little snippets of text appearing on the video, and we've been using a tool called Animoto to create those videos, and they've been very, very successful for us, and we've been able to make them work and vaguely profitable this year, other than the last four weeks, which have been a bit shit. Um, uh, but trying to port that across to YouTube is a different game. And if you imagine that most people when they're on YouTube, they have sound on already. And yeah. so you, you're expected to, it's, you can't just have tinkly tinkly noises in the background and you know different slides appearing and stuff like that. You can, but the click-through rate sucks, um, as I've discovered. So um, I've been working with a videographer to try and replicate to a certain degree the message and the hook the marketing kind of idea um, behind some of our successful Facebook ads, but making it more YouTube friendly. So um, that's been kind of the work that I've been doing this week. So um, yeah, you that
0: now, we, we're very shortly going to be moving on to um, talking about LMSs and learning and mm. stuff like that. But you mentioning what you just talked about, I mean, this week I've got to get my head around building a content engine. Which I know I sent you a screenshot of. Mm. And it's interesting because you can use say this video here, which is going out live on YouTube and Facebook, is long. Okay. Right? Absolutely useless for Twitter, Instagram, redoing on Facebook. However, I discovered, and this is a tool I've had for about a year now, that in repurpose IO web, which we basically feed this video into, I can create snippets. I can create square snippets. And so suddenly I've got, we've gone from one video here to, okay, we can then cut it up into little segments when, if on the occasion, the rare occasion that we drop a knowledge bomb, we just take that knowledge bomb out and distribute that. We can then take this video and turn it into, uh, or transcribe it, and turn that transcription into an article pretty quickly. Uh, Same with little snippets. they can go out as tweets, and so suddenly I've, I've gone from. Hang on a minute. I've got a. Let's say I do. A, let's say I do a fifteen-minute live during the week. I've got a fifteen-minute live. Great. Well, I suddenly now got thirty pieces of content, re- semi-automatically created from that one video, and it's suddenly, it suddenly it opens up a whole new world, which is a cue for a song. I think. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I, th- I think when Mark showed me the um, the, the diagram of the content engine that this is all based upon. Uh, my first reaction was like, that's very Gary V. Now, if you, uh, you're you a marketer, your marketers out there, you you should, well, at the, <laughs> I shouldn't say should watch Gary V. You should know who Gary V is. Um, and a lot of the stuff that he's been talking about recently is not necessarily about quality of content. Whilst that is important, um it's the quantity and reach of that content that is way more important so he'll do a a podcast or one of his daily v videos or whatever and then his team basically goes out and just goes boom like 100 200 different pieces of content which then uh, you know is on instagram linkedin twitter you know tiktok blah 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 but all these different platforms um which suddenly gets like you know access to a couple of million people, um, rather than just the small number of people that would watch the the, the Facebook Live that we're recording right now. So it's, it's about the content distribution model more than the actual content. Uh, but obviously, it only matters if the content and the stuff that we talk about is interesting. And I dispute Mark's claim that we, on the very rare occasion, that we drop knowledge bombs we drop knowledge bombs every day. We should have one of those um, sound effects, which every time we drop a, a knowledge bomb, we, we go... Like, uh, what's his name? Um, uh, Billy Jean does that on his podcast, I think. He has a, a, a sound of a bomb dropping. Um, yeah, which is a bit sad. Uh, but no, we come up with knowledge bombs every week, Mark. What are you talking about? But, um,
0: yeah, so I mean... It's... I, I thought I've been doing I've been doing really well because I mean this this goes out on uh, Facebook, YouTube, and it goes out as a podcast, so I went, great, doing really brilliant with this. And then I realised about two about literally two days ago. Hang on a minute, I'm not, I've I haven't even scratched the surface. So I've actually been talking to some of the um, the guys who own the software. Like, okay, I know you do a lot. What do I actually do with this, and these guys, these guys, are going, yeah, do this, do this, do this. And yesterday, it took two minutes to do two little two-minute segment videos just testing went, Oh, now we're on onto something so that's good
1: right so we're going to talk oh, about the, oh the other thing I was going to talk about is a, an, an, uh, an email I sent uh, this oh yes week. No, let, let me set this, this one up
0: <laughs> go on then right. right so if you remember if you watched last week's show uh, Tim was talking about the, the um, seminar he went to where I mean they talked about growing your business by basically absorbing other businesses and Buying, buying rather than growing slowly at ten customers at a time. Just buy something with two, three hundred um, customers or a thousand customers, right? So, like most marketers, I thought Tim was just talking about doing this until <laughs> yesterday. In I'll
1: my inbox you.
0: comes an email saying, "Hey, do you have any courses you'd like to sell, or any books,
1: or do you have a customer list?"
0: <laughs> no, okay. I don't know. Right, I set so, it
1: up yeah no I, i'll i'll fill people in because obviously the the email i sent yesterday was kind of like the culmination of like okay i want to acquire different um assets that are out there okay so um people have whether it's facebook pages facebook groups youtube channels uh, email lists um all those kind of things that may be not really well utilized um so my thought was, well, well, there's a bunch of people out there, especially in the fitness world, people who are my affiliates and people who have known me over the years who um, uh, you know are in the fitness industry. and um, a lot of them have created ebooks or membership sites or video series or online communities in the past. So the email I sent yesterday was headlined ebooks, Remember those. Um, and the, the email was fairly short and it was like, I want to talk briefly about eBooks seems very, t- very t- 2012, uh, the whole ebook thing. Like me, you've probably created your own own eBooks or membership sites or video series or online communities. It's funny. I've seen, uh, blah. anyway, I've got a left field question for you. Do you have an ebook or membership site or online community that you created? Do you still have the list of customers or members? If so. I might be interested in acquiring the ownership of those things, AKA paying new moolah to inject a new lease of life into them. Full transparency, I'm looking for great quality training programs and nutrition guides to add massive value to our existing Lean Greens customer base, as well as reach new customers too. Hit reply, let me know what you've got. Can't promise you'll earn big bucks for your thing. However, you might just be rewarded for something that would otherwise sit on your hard drive, gathering dust okay so that was the email um since that email i've had four responses so far from people going yeah i've got some ebooks yeah i've I've got an online community yeah i've got something not really doing much at the moment so um i've basically been going back to them you know conversing with them the the idea is very very simple um a lot of people have got these uh, these these properties, and like they might have created an ebook, and they might have sold a hundred, they might have sold a thousand. Doesn't don't doesn't really matter to be honest with you. They've created this amazing piece of content, and that piece of content is of great value to me because I can I can, as I said in the email, I can then go, I'll buy that off you. You know, I, I can't promise I'll pay you much. It might be a couple of hundred quid, it might be a thousand quid. I don't know. Who who knows what the value of it actually is. But I'll let them decide how much they want to pay. Uh, what they want to get paid for it, um, and if it's within the realms of reasonability, I will basically go, "Yeah, I'll take that," because then I can just give that piece of content out to all of my customers and go, "All my top customers, and go, there you go. There's a free uh, free ebook about nutrition, or there's a free ebook about a training program that you can follow for the next ninety days," and you know, which is great. So that's if I got one of them. Now, if I've got two or three or four of them, I can cross-pollinate. And if they've all got email lists attached with them, a customer list attached with each of those courses, it's very simple for me to go, OK, so course A with um, list A and course B with list B. I can go to course A. I can say, oh, you bought course A two years ago. I've actually got another course that I want to give to you for free. Uh, go here to sign up for it. Uh, so they can go and get course B. Same with course B list, I can send to course A. Um, but then all I do is I add in something like, I don't know. Uh this 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 has all been possible through the courtesy of our, you know, our our um corporate sponsor or something like that, lean greens. Here's a great offer to get your first tub of lean greens or your first bundle of lean greens. It's a way of engaging people, giving people something up front, and then going, by the way, there's some great offers here because Lean Greens has been able to put this deal together for you. So that's my idea behind it. And um, to basically get the things moving and you know uh, give me access to a whole bunch of you know buyers, people who've bought stuff before, in a very easy and quick manner. So with that in mind, if you are in the fitness industry or if you've got any fitness-based, you know, ebooks, membership sites video courses that you've created, all that kind of stuff. And you've got a customer list with it as well, which is a bonus. doesn't have to be. But if you've got that base content and a list, super, superb. Let me know. Just drop me a quick email, um, com, and uh, we'll get you sorted.
0: And I think, and Mark, also, there you go. If you've got any courses that you think would be suitable for SMO, reach out because we've got a new course area now, and we can stick loads of courses in there, and we can even sell your course for you.
1: And that's the thing is you can do it in multiple different ways. You can do a deal with like the, the course owner where you go, I just want full rights of it. I'll pay you a block amount. Like, you know, I'll give you 500 quid for your course and your access to your list. That's been doing nothing for the last three years. And like, you know, it's like you, I will take full ownership of it. The other way of doing it is basically going, Oh, we will take your on the marketing of your course for you and we'll sell sell your program and we'll give you 20% of the revenue from it. Yeah, I mean,
0: I've said this before. Okay, here we go. Knowledge bomb, Go do that now so I can see it on the the screen and I can cut this out and I can create a little snippet from this bit. Right, so I built my very first list. I went from zero to 4,000 subscribers in two days. I didn't build my list bit by bit by bit. I've I've talked about this before, but what I did, I created an ebook. And I, I reached out to every marketer whose list I was on, who I knew, and said, "I've done. I created an ebook. Um, e-book. I'm going to give it to two people to give out to their list. It's completely free. Um, I'll put your affiliate links into it. Um, all you know, all they've got to do is just send them to my page to download it." And I said, the, basically, I said, "The first two people to come back to me can do it over the weekend, right? Four thousand subscribers over the weekend, simply because I created them." Uh, an ebook and I basically did two copies of it put people's links in it their, their affiliate links I didn't want to make money a bit out of it because I made a list and I'm sure some of those people are still on my list now which is oh, I don't know 10 years 10 years later exactly <laughs> yeah so that one like one day of creating a an ebook and reaching out to people worth every single penny right so LMSs, learning management systems, membership sites, and stuff like that. I have been. Can we we say balls deep? Uh, I don't know. Can you? I've been really deep into LMS systems for a whole (laughs) week now. Because last weekend, when I went went and did my my epic 2,200-kilometer drive, basically New York to Cancun, same distance, Uh, within 10 minutes of leaving, my watch pinged, ding, support call. I can't get into the, the members area. Uh, right, okay. So by the time I got to the hotel that evening, right, I, I'd spent eleven hundred kilometers just thinking about what to do. Um and I thought, that's it, I'm moving it. I'm stopping self hosting. Now the problem is let's start with self host. I always recommend self-hosting. Okay, because you can control it and uh, you've got you've got your learn dash, which works really well. And you've got Buddy Boss, which works really well. Um, I just like just in Ian's comment, I'm not going to refer to it. Um, and I've completely lost my train of
1: thought.
0: <laughs> right, so self hosting. You've got Learn Dash and you've got Buddy Boss. Great, absolute resource hogs. Now I've only really realised this because I was on a massive server before. I, I, I was paying almost two hundred dollars a month for a server, and ha- I had been for years. And I moved to Cloudways, which saved me hundred and sixty dollars a month. And it's, it works. It, everything everything's really fast on it. it. Works except you know stuff like this, like LearnDash and BuddyBoss, take a crap load of resources. So I've had to put my um, limit on the, you know, the uh, megabyte limit on whatever it is. It was 512, or was like, I'm up to, no, it wasn't, it was a hundred megabytes, like I, it's up to over a gig of r- resources I've had to allocate. And it still occasionally times out crashes, gets a 503 error database can't be connected to. So I thought, okay, I'm gonna have to do something. So. I reached out to well I signed up for Teachable. I signed up for Thinkific, and I signed up for Zippy Courses, which is Derek Halpin's one. I thought, well, he'll know what a lot about this because he sells loads of courses. Okay, Zippy Courses was a blowout, wouldn't give a trial. You gotta pay up front, and you got you got to go for a get an invite and then forget that, can't be bothered with this. So I set up the same course on teachable and Thinkific. if Bear in mind, I'm only going to use this as the membership, the back end. I'm, everything, I'm going to keep my front end all the same. So I'm going to be using uh, Thrivecart. I'm going to be using the ActiveCampaign. I'm going to be using uh, my own sales pages and Beaver Builder. So I just wanted the members area. Thinkific was so much better. So, so I, I can't even tell you how much easier and better it was than Teachable.
1: What's the think model think for it? Sorry? What's the pricing model for Thinkific? Uh,
0: 90, same as Teachable, $99. No, well, it's not, it's zero, it's free. Okay, with very few features. Yeah. Enough, to get st- enough to get started with. You can get your first course out for free. Yeah. Then it's, I think it's 39 or $49, $39 I think for basic. Okay, you'll use Zapier and stuff like that. I just went straight in with the, the top level, um, which is $99. Uh, I also, I actually upgrade to the growth level as well, which is plus 10 cents for every customer, um, simply because it's got a few really nice direct integration into ActiveCampaign and stuff like that. And um, their support's top-notch, as you can imagine on that level. But, you know, for anybody starting off, you know, you can start off on Thinkific with a free account, get your course up there, get it out, get people in there. Um, on Teachable, you're only get 10 customers on a free account now. Yeah, exactly. Um, not worth it. Then move up to the basic one. $39 a month. You've got all your email and stuff like that gets sorted out. Um, Teachable. it don't charge a percentage fees. So you can hook it into PayPal. So you can do everything for them. You don't even need a blog. Okay, You've got really nice sales pages. Um, if I was starting out, I think I would probably just go, Okay, put everything here. Build my sales pages out and Um They they look pretty. They, they work really quickly. Um, it hooks straight into their their, their own cart. So you get you get the money straight to your account. Um, it's actually pretty much been a no brainer. Um, oh. I can't. Up to last week, you know, I, I loved self hosting. Now I can't see. I can't really justify it. Um, it's. It just takes any problems as they deal with it, and yeah. and they and they've, because they've had you know, hundreds and thousands and millions of customers come through, you know, they've seen everything, so they know the proper sign up process. They've uh, identified any problems, and Thinkific think if constantly updated, they've got just got a new player recently. I've not seen any updates on Teachable since I was there two three years ago.
1: So with Thinkific, um, with the um how does it structure courses do you with for 99 dollars a month do you get to basically create as many courses as you like yeah. make courses you want and it's so
0: quick to create them click a button create a course give it a name All right then you can upload an image if you want uh then you go okay chapter introduction then you add lessons and you can add, add video lessons audio lessons you can copy lessons from other ones you can do it i would generally just do a text lesson because then you can import videos in, into as long as well as text um
1: basically there's a uh, reason why I... sorry there's basically a reason why i'm asking all these questions yeah. is i've got a whole bunch of membership sites and courses and stuff that are on uh click funnels yeah. and i'm paying 297 a month <laughs> and i desperately need to get off there um you know as as much as you know i've loved the membership site kind of aspect of click funnels it's the one thing that they just will not do anything with (laughs) they just don't want to update it so which is kind of a bit frustrating um and i don't like the way that i don't like the direction that they're going is more the real honest I I, I thought
0: about that then i remembered basically how bad the membership stuff was so I, i blew that out of the water not interested um it's the thing i like about it so i can download all my videos from wistia Yeah, right, so i've got 100 video say 10 videos in a course 15 videos i can upload them all in one go into the video area of thinkific and then there's a little button on the little toolbar where you type all your stuff or co- actually copy and paste it yeah. you click the video thing and it, you choose the video you want in there click it and it appears in there and the other thing which shocked me, because I've never seen anyone do it, and I don't know why, if you copy and paste, right? So I copy and paste a lot of text with images in it, paste it in there. It takes the image and it uploads it into Thinkific, rather than just do what everything else I've ever seen does, and just basically channel it from the other the other site. Is so I was I was actually really pleasantly surprised. Um,
1: so um, in terms of like how people get access different training programs you can obviously have different multiple courses on there and you you've got granu- granular control for like each person who signs up you can go okay i give that person access to that course that course and that course but this person i want just to give that course yeah, and like so you, you can be quite granular actually, if you work,
0: they've got an import form where you put a list of people and then you g- give the list of the courses that they g- access to
1: system okay. thing it's like you know, we, we precursor this whole conversation with me looking to purchase uh different people's ebooks and training courses and video series and stuff like that so this type of platform is perfect for hosting all of that sort of stuff
0: yeah no it's, it's um as ever dave toomey put me in contact with somebody who's really really good at this uh, dave foy who basically runs a massive from what I can see, uh, online teaching business courses just through Thinkific. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of people on there. You doing a lot of sales, uh, which is always a good sign. Yeah. And when you see a sign up, when you try, when you publish a course, there's a little sign comes up. If you expect to get more than a hundred thousand people signing up at, an, at one time, please reach out to us, and we'll put you on a better server. <laughs> <laughs>
1: jesus
0: yeah okay hundred thousand mm. mm. so yeah I, I everything i've seen about it i like just even their their, their facebook page the facebook group I've, I've posted two questions there immediately get an answer from one of their support people on there almost immediately um i've done two support questions proper good replies not that haven't been um copy and pasted like most people do So overall, it's been a really positive experience. So membership sites, I'd recommend looking at something like that. Uh, Don't look at the cost. Oh, it's $99. For example, I pay $70 a month on Wistia fees to host my videos. And that's only because I complained. I was up to, it was like $180 or something. That's what I was paying at one point. Uh, I said, guys, I can't, there's no way I'm going to continue paying this so they doubled my allocation. Uh, thanks, Wistia. Um, but all the Thinkific courses, and also Teachable, they're, they're hosted on, on Wistia. So the only thing I don't like is they pick a random thumbnail. So you have to actually upload the thumbnail. So you just got to basically do a, do a screenshot, of the first screen. But that's, that's about it. That's the only thing I don't like. Um, but I can deal with that.
1: Oh, yeah, oh. highly recommend it. Recommended. No, no, I, I think there's there's a lot of, um, there's been a plat- different platforms over the years. And I'm like you, I, I I get to the point with self-hosted stuff and, you know, from an e-commerce background, you know, using WordPress and uh, WooCommerce and all that kind of stuff, self-hosted, it, it's okay up to a point. And then it's like, that's why I use Shopify, because everything is hosted by somebody else. It's like Shopify hosts my store. And you know, it works in its the uptime is great. The speed of it is not as good as I'd like it to be, but you know, it's it's 90 it, it's it's that whole 80-20 rule. It's like my site is is like faster than pretty much every every WooCommerce store on the planet. Um so uh, as long as it's faster than WooCommerce, I don't really care. Um and it's it it's it, it's an easier for me, easier to manage as well. They look after the platform of like the technicality of it and we just do what we do, which is creating the content. Yeah.
0: I and mean, that's, I
1: mean, I was getting 80, 80% of the support calls I was
0: getting were about access to courses or couldn't get access and stuff like that. You know, I, I I love creating courses. I love putting my knowledge down somewhere and then sharing it out and with people, people pay for it even better, but <laughs> yeah. No, I wouldn't do it for free. Yeah, I would. Um, but that's what I want to do. I want to spend the next two, three years creating some really great courses. Okay, and I don't want to spend time worrying about how I'm going to host it and all that shit. I've, I'm past that. I'm actually, I've, I've gone, gone
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I'm with you on that.
0: Right. So, yeah. So definitely. Oh, the other, Another thing. Here's a really sneaky tip you'll not hear anywhere else. Um. It was told to me by daniel who's got his free book out by the way um teachable and i assume it's the same thing if i haven't checked it's a massive uh domain ranking and it's do follow so now people pay sort of 70 80 dollars a month for backlinks right so you're getting a free, for every one of your courses you get a free backlink really high value backlink or if you put it in your court, if you right, you can do a free preview of a course. Now, this is in my head, this is how it works. It might work slightly different. But if you do a free preview of a course, so Google can, Google can obviously um, index that. Index it. Yep. And if you have a link to your site there, ooh, that's interesting. Hmm. So there's a, there's a nice little free tip. So anyone who listens this far will get a knowledge bomb.
1: Boom.
0: <laughs> right. Anything else I want to talk about, Tim? We're, we're only half an hour in. Could be, could be a quick one today. be a quick one. Um, oh, no. Next week. Yes. Next week is number 50. Okay. So I've asked Dave to come on. I'm sure he will. If he actually has a car he can drive around in. Who plans to have your, your MOT, two of them in the same week? Two cars, two MOTs, same week. That's not a good plan, is it?
1: <laughs> oh,
0: brilliant! But so, um, yeah. So, we, we, what
1: we were thinking—what we're thinking so I'm, about—I've I'm, I'm just—sorry—I've I'm, I'm just seen Ian's uh, comment.
0: We have, we have, we do have to get in on Monday. See, see. I, I've. Maybe I should say. So then again, that will be the highbrow episode. Yeah, that would be oh, eleven o'clock at night on uh, BBC Radio
1: Four. <laughs> <laughs> I've actually contacted a guy who I met earlier in the year who specialise is in um, uh, who, who specialises in Kindle books, and he gets somebody else to create the Kindle books. So there's a batch <laughs> processing. So there's there's a, there's actually a, a bit of a yeah, a bit of a clever thing that you can do with Kindle books, as, as Ian's pointed out, you can get like some real great high quality backlinks from there. So yeah, there's a bit of a, uh, a hack, hack, I don't really like saying hack, um, a, a bit of a, 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 a method for using Kindle books, which I'm trying to uh, utilize at the moment with somebody who's already creating eBooks for Kindle um, and actually ranking Kindle books very, very well. So yeah. Um, yeah, did Daniel do the same in his bestseller? I should imagine he has done. Um, yeah, you know, he's probably put some uh, some very good links in the preview um, that uh, mean that he's getting great quality backlinks back to his amp uh, by content blog. When Sorry, you got... when, you actually, when you
0: actually think about this, there must be so many ways to get high value backlinks that only very few people know about. So I, I didn't didn't know about the teachable stuff. So I'm, I'm and I'm going to think I'm going to look at Thinkific and see what it's like. Yeah. Um, Interesting. I mean, because of the type of sites that we have, you know, one backlink is often all it takes. Yep. So if you could do a free little like three part free course for every one of your product, every one of your websites, so you give gives give something away, and each one of them's got a preview.
1: And each one of those has got a link hmm that's interesting sorry i distracted you there um episode number 50 yes. uh, a half, half century uh um what's what, what is that is that a silver no, gold platinum uh what, what's what's oh, the diamond uh, is it pretty silver not... it's our silver anniversary yeah silver, so what, right. we'll get there, on. it's more silver for you not rather than for me
0: Ooh. I got told I had Fifty Shades of Grey by the hairdresser the other day. <laughs> um, uh, twisty blowjobs. It was a she. It was a she. I just point that out. Um, so we're going to get, get Dave on next week. Hey. Uh, so what? We, the idea we've got is we want to try and answer fifty quick fire questions. That's a sort of rough idea. It's probably not going to happen. Okay, we'll probably get one question.
1: And we will ramble for the next 25 minutes <laughs> yeah.
0: so if you've got any question i will put a link up in the foundation where you'll find which is serious dot only.com forward slash foundation um, ask any question you want about marketing it doesn't matter what it is and we will try and do between myself tim and dave who david knows everything and he knows everything and, and everyone um we'll try and get all those questions answered. 50 questions in 50 minutes on our 50th show.
1: It's, cool. not, gonna, it's not gonna happen. I know it's not yeah. gonna happen. <laughs> Two and a half we hours later. We just make up our own questions. <laughs> no chance, thanks. 50 yeah. questions for five answers. Yes, yeah. exactly. One answer is don't use ClickFunnels. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we know second that.
0: Second answer is keep it simple. Third
1: answer uh, is test everything. Oh, we were, we we're there already. So, so there's there's one thing I need to sort of um, say at the end of this episode, which brings it down a little bit, but um, a number of people in SMO already know, I've heard this already, but um, uh, uh, one of our um, heroes, I would say is a good way of describing it in the internet marketing world. Andy Jenkins died a couple of days ago. Um, He's uh, somebody that I watched years and years and years ago with things like Video Boss and when he uh, launched um, Kajabi and all of the marketing videos that he Webinar did
0: Ninja as well, wasn't
1: it? So with what? Webinar Jam. Webinar Jam. Yeah, we, we've all been <laughs> Webinar Jam users at some point in our lifetime. Um, and as I say, he's been hugely influential in our industry. So, uh, you know, rest in pace, uh, peace, my good friend. I think uh, yeah, we all- it's
0: sad. I, I, we're actually losing. I think marketing is getting to the stage now. Unfortunately, well, you can te- tell it's a maturing business, yeah, because the guys are there at the beginning as starting to slowly drift
1: away, yeah, yeah. On the plus side of all this, um, is that, um, I did check up to see how Dan Kennedy's getting on, a getting and better, recovery, isn't he? Old, the old bastard, he's the old boot, he's still going, um. Uh-huh you know from being days from uh, from from ending ending his well, yeah. life and
0: also was that thing was published back his obituary was already published wasn't it
1: yeah pretty much yeah, yeah. Oh, which is madness but um yeah he's uh, uh he's still going he's he's now back home he's no longer in palliative care um so you know he's uh, on some sort of a recovery but may or may not be we don't know but um, good on you, Dan. You are a tough old boot, my friend. Really, what a yeah. genius!
0: Yeah, definitely. So, and uh, do you know what I'm really pissed off with? What? This is all you people in SMO who didn't notice. I use a Monty Python part bit in that bloody thing about Andy Jenkins, and no one noticed. They all focus on him dying, not my Monty Python reference.
1: <laughs> oh dear. Uh, well, I'm sure he's having a good old giggle up there, so. Yeah, exactly. Right. (laughs) On
0: that low note. uh, uh, See you next week for episode 50. Think about any questions you want us answering and we will get them all out. Cheers, guys. Bye. You've been listening to The Friday Live Thing. For show notes and resources, head over to members.seriousmarketersonly.com.